Welcome to the Winning at Retirement podcast with your host, Robert Harwood. Are you ready to explore a better approach and a better method that gives you better answers and better results? Lend us your ear and we'll help guide you through the steps to achieving your personal financial goals that will lead you to your unique retirement destination. We have a busy show today, so you don't want to miss one moment. We got to dive right in. Hi, it's Todd Schmidt along with Robert Harwood, the president and CEO of the Harwood Financial Group. And Bob, what is, I'm going to set you up here because I know that you have the answer on the tip of your tongue. What is the number one question that you get from your clients or possible clients? What is everybody asking almost simultaneously? Well, this is easy. Where's this market going? I mean, it's gotten a little crazy and everyone wants to know what's going on. Well, also the Trump factor as well. It's President yeah. Trump, but uh, your finances, you look at uh, the economic improvements that have occurred. You look at uh, the stock market, which has had some amazing run-ups. There have been some pullbacks. Everyone wants to know where the market's going, is there massive volatility, and how the Trump administration, how that factors in. Absolutely. We're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about Trump and your finances. That's pretty darn important. Uh, we're also going to talk about how to protect yourself in volatile times. I mean, here's what I believe is we're in for a challenging couple of years, not crashes. That's not what I'm saying, but uh, it's not going to be easy for the next couple of years. We're going to talk about why I feel that way. And we're also going to talk about what you need to do or what you should be doing uh, to protect yourself. You know, how do you protect your retirement portfolio in volatile times? And so we're going to cover a whole bunch of really great stuff today. And that's important. How to protect your nest egg, your portfolio, everything you've worked for, what you've saved, what you plan to retire on, how do you protect your portfolio in volatile financial times, the ups and the downs? Bob, let's start with what's going on in the markets, your thoughts on how long this bull market can last. Okay, let me get my crystal ball out. I turn the battery on, right? The on switch. No, it's here's the thing. We all get really excited when the market's going up, you know, and everyone hears how well everyone else is doing and they jump into the market and some people jump in too late. It's, you know, they're, they're following the herd. Uh, other people have ridden this thing up and, and that's wonderful. But eventually, eventually this growth is going to stop, right? We're going to uh, take the stimulus out of the marketplace. It's going to be more volatile. And that's what we're seeing right now. You know, it has been a long time since 2008 correction. That was a big one. That one was a doozy, but it was a long time ago. And, and people for kind of forget what it felt like to, to have lost 30, 40, 50% of their life savings. I mean, down and, and thank God it's recovered and, and things are going well right now, but those threats are still out there. Those problems are still out there and, and it lives in the back of our minds. So uh, what we're seeing right now is they stimulated the market. They printed a lot of money. We've talked about this on radio shows, right? They they want to get this market going after 2008. They wanted to prevent the next Great Depression. And to do that, they had two major tools. They lowered interest rates so that people and companies can borrow money cheaply, right, and keep everyone employed. That worked pretty good. But they also printed money. They printed money like crazy. And everyone was getting nervous and concerned back then, as they should be today, because the Fed was printing trillions and trillions of dollars. They're putting it in 
to the markets to make money available so the market can recover. And our the United States debt, the money that we owe as a nation, goes out of control. Trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars are being laid on to this country, and they have to service that debt. They've got to pay the interest on that debt as well as the military, mil, you know, government pensions, all this stuff, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, they have all these things they have to pay for along with this ginormous debt they created. So this is what has happened as a result of the stimulus program getting out of 2008. And, and you've got to remember how bad it felt back then. Yep. It was miserable. And also, with interest rates starting to tick up now, you know, there is positive and negative there, but ideally, you know, you don't want your interest rates sitting at uh, next to zero because the number one complaint that you heard, as well as advisors all over the country, and what really was weighing on people's minds, that if you had a CD or if you had some money in cash, that you weren't making any interest on that money. That's that's number one. Uh, and also, in a healthy economy, you should have a a viable, decent interest rate. It's just, it, it's a sign that the economy is in good shape. We're not talking about some of those crazy hyper interest rates that occurred back during the Carter administration, for instance. And I remember, I was a kid back then. And Bob, I was, during the Carter administration, I was uh, 11, 12, 13 years old. And I, I remember the news stories. I remember my parents who were trying to get a mortgage. And some of the interest rates back then, if I'm not mistaken, they were knocking on 20%. I mean, it was, oh, yeah. it, it was out of control. So you do want a reasonable interest rate. It's a sign of a good economy. But also what's important is if there is another economic hiccup, if there is another yeah. catastrophic yeah. event, you know, the Fed needs room to then lower interest rates if, in fact, you need to try to economically recover. And it's tough to lower interest rates, you know, when you're essentially at, at bubkiss zero. That's why, with a good economy, they're starting to raise rates. Well, I mean, you're bringing up a good point. Here, here's the thing, Todd. 2008 was horrible. There wasn't anybody, I think, that didn't get hurt in 2008. And, and it's hard to remember that because it's a long time ago, but we will have more of those 2008s. There's no doubt about it. The market goes up and the market goes down. Right now, right now, the market has been stimulated into a recovery, right? Lowering interest rates, printing money, cheap money is available, and, and the market recovers. Well, you just hit on it. You know, here's the good news is the good news is the market is good enough, has done well enough that the Fed can raise rates. You got to look at that as a positive thing. And the other positive thing that's wonderful is if the market crashed again by raising rates, they can lower it, right? They've right. got ammunition to, to address the issues. But think about this for a minute. If lowering interest rates help the market recover, what does raising interest rates do? It adds to volatility. It adds to problems. So here's what I believe, and we're going to talk about what you need to do uh, to, to get through this kind of market, but here's what I believe. The days of stimulus are over, okay? They are not stimulating the market. They are, I don't think this is a word, but they are unstimulating or destimulating the market. They're taking the stimulus out. So what are they doing? They're raising interest rates. That's a good thing. It's a good thing for two reasons. Our children would not have a future if we just kept doing what we were doing. We need a future for our children. 
They also couldn't be doing this if the market wasn't doing well. But here's the bad thing. As they take the stimulus out of the market, the market is going to react very poorly. It's like, I think of it like sugar. You know, you, you give sugar to your children and they get all hyperactive. You take the sugar away and they go through withdrawals and they act poorly. Well, the, the stock market's acting out. Here's the other thing they're doing that's really important. They printed a lot of money and they put trillions of dollars into the market to make money available so that people can pay their bills and businesses have access to funds, cheap money. Well, they're actually taking that money out. What a lot of people aren't talking about right now is of the trillions they put in, they've already taken one half of a trillion dollars out. So this is kind of interesting. They actually physically remove money. It's called tightening. And they literally, if you look it up on the web, you'll see this, they burn it. You know, when yeah. they take money out of the market, I mean, it's bags of money under arm guards and they incinerate it. Now, I'd like to be the guy working at the incinerator, but yeah. no, not really. But, but the answer is, is they're burning money. They're taking money out of the market and the market is struggling because of the lack of stimulus. It's been used to stimulus now since 2008. The stimulus is gone. And what that means to us, and we're going to talk about this, is you got to tighten your seatbelt right now. It is not that market we were in before where you throw a dart and everything goes up. It's a different market. And frankly, if they don't do a good job and they're tightening, taking the stimulus out, they're going to cause the next crash. If they do something wrong, they could cause the next stock market crash. So there's a lot of things you need to do, and we're going to teach you what to do. Well, and that's what your clients expect from you. And it's not just, you know, clients as a, your, your, uh, your customers or your clients, you've got a relationship and, you know, you, your people that you advise, they're not just numbers. They're not just an account number. I mean, Bob, it comes down to, you have relationships with all of the people that you advise. And I think that's wonderful. I've seen these relationships at play. I've been to some of your Harwood events uh, on the weekend. And I, I've talked to people that have been with you and you've advised them for years or even new clients. And they just, they love, you know what they say? They, they, uh, they, you know, you hear about a doctor's good bedside manner and just what, what people say about you and your advisory team at Harwood financial. And I've experienced it firsthand is truly commendable, by the way. Todd, you know, I, I thank you for saying that. This is our market. I, I love this market. You know, uh, there's a saying, you know, when the market's going up, you don't know if you have a good advisor or not, if you're following good advice. It's when you're in volatile markets like this that really matter. So I, I think this is our place. So I do love this market. Uh, I hate to say that, you know, because it is challenging for a lot of people. Here's the thing. We were talking about this last segment. The last correction, the big one, was in 2008. It was quite a while ago, but there have been a few tremors along the way. You know, it hasn't been that, that smooth of a ride. Sure. But essentially, the market's gone up. In fact, it's up two to 300% from the bottom. And so everyone should be fully, fully recovered. But most of that recovery, in my opinion, even though we took advantage of it, was artificial. It was stimulus. It was low interest rates. It was the fact that Fed's printing money all kinds of stuff going on. You know, you pull back the curtain, there's a lot of little elves working in the background trying to get that market to go up. The reality is, is that it was stimulated. That wasn't natural. But we have now returned to a normal market. I mean, people are back to work. Businesses are doing well, spending money, using their credit cards, unfortunately borrowing against their houses, all the bad habits 
are back now. We return to the normal market. Well, part of a normal market is volatility, you know, and, and to have a 10 or 15% pullback, which scares everybody, that's normal. And 5 and 6% is all the time, you know, that's how the stock market works. So you've got to prepare yourself for this market. You've got to rethink how you're investing. It takes professional help to do this right. But you've got to work with the right team. See, a lot of people aren't making adjustments right now, a lot of financial advisors. But we are adjusting our client's portfolio. We are going more defensive. We're being more cautious. Remember my saying, I always talk about this. You know, I, I was a pilot in the Air Force and flew a lot of missions. I even flew in Desert Storm. And, and the ultimate goal of a pilot, especially a, a transport pilot, someone that works for the airlines, is to get you, the customer, to the destination as safely as possible, right? If there's turbulence or thunderstorm, you want me to go around it, not through it. it, it, it well, it's what's it, important. It, it's common sense. And, yeah, uh, it's common sense. Know. So why not do it with your money? It's common sense, you know? We can show you how to get to your financial destination, let's say, as safely as possible. You know, there's nothing perfect. There's nothing absolutely safe out there. But we can be smart about what we do. Well, you know, also, uh, your pedigree, your CV, your background, coming out of the United States Air Force, flying missions, then going on to, with your analytical mind and engineering background, for you then to become a financial advisor, uh, there's absolutely a, a precision. There's, I think, a different mindset, because after the Air Force, you then flew uh, commercial big, huge jets uh, across the oceans, across the pond for a major uh, U.S. airline. And I, there's just there's a, a mindset that you bring to finances and to investment advice. And that's what you built your entire firm on, which is years and years and years now in practice with a very large, happy client base. Todd, you know, and, and it's not just me. I'm surrounded by a great team. My team, they're the best of the best. It's one of the reasons that we as a firm have, have, have grown and done so well in the Tampa Bay market and our relationships are so strong is because of the team that surrounds me. It's just, it's no different than the military. I don't care how good you are. You've got to surround yourself with great people. And my team, they know how to get through these challenging markets like this. They know what to do and they know how to do it. Bob, let's dig a little deeper into President Trump, the Trump administration, your finances, and let's talk about financial happiness. Yeah, financial bliss. How about financial bliss? We'll find a blissful way. Here's the thing that's important. And for those of you joining us, we've been talking about the fact that the market has been stimulated over the years so that we could recover from 2008. That was almost, almost the Great Depression. They call it the Great Recession. And they stimulated us out of that. But after a period of time, the market's been doing really well. They're taking the stimulus back. They're lowering interest rates. They, they're taking some of that printed money out of the market. And the market is behaving poorly. It's reacting to that. And that's the, what we're seeing in volatility right now. Now, here's what I believe. Everyone's asking me, what do I believe and where are things going? Number one, this volatility is a new norm. This is what we're going to see. We, we've all wanted to go back to a normal world. Well, these ups and downs, that's what the stock market does. And so we've got to go back to the type of investing that's more defensive, not 
grow, 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 but grow with caution. That's what I believe because it's going to be like this for a while. I do not believe a crash is around the corner. We keep hearing all the talking heads saying, oh, the, the, you know, 2008 was a long time ago. The world is falling apart. It's not falling apart. Companies are doing well. People are employed. They're spending money. But the rocky roller coaster stock market is back. And my opinion is it's here to stay for a while. So you need to buckle your seatbelt and think about how you're investing and what you're doing. And one of the biggest problems out there, we alluded to this and talked about it in the first segment, is the fact that all this stimulus added to our country's deficit and our debt. And our debt is trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. And that debt, it's kind of like a, a train. You know, they say the light at the end of the tunnel, be careful, it might be a train. Yeah. That's that debt. That's that debt. If they can't manage that debt, then this nice stock market that's been going up and up and allowing them to take the stimulus out is going to one day stop. That debt will cripple this country if they don't manage it. And so what do we need to do right now? What do you need to do with your portfolio? Number one, start being defensive in your investing. I'm not saying not to make money. I'm not saying not to invest. What I am saying is let's be smart about what we invest in, what we choose, and let's put some safety nets in our portfolio so that the market crashes, you won't crash with it. And there's a lot of ways to do that. So number one, I want you to take the time to think about what you're doing. If you don't have professional help, come in, sit with us. I'll teach you what we do. You can go back and do it yourself, but I promise you, you're going to learn so much from my team in that meeting that it'll be invaluable the hour you spent with us. And if you've got a financial advisor, that's awesome. Come in and get a second opinion. Let me take a look at what they're doing, and I'll give you my opinion on what you can be doing better. And either way, this is time well spent. So come in, get a review, but also recognize the fact that this volatility we're seeing right now is here to stay for a while. As long as they're raising interest rates, as long as they're removing stimulus, and as long as that ginormous debt sits out there, uh, those are things that are like a, a, a albatross around our neck. And and it's going to slow down this market. So come in, let's do a good review, but also rethink your investment strategies. Let's talk about how to be safer and still achieve your goals. It's all common sense. I mean, what you're saying, Bob, it just completely, it just... <laughs> yeah, it does. To, it's common to, sense, but no yeah, one's doing it. I, to put this into the easiest possible to grasp terms... I mean, what you're saying is so simple. Why do a lot of people not follow? Well, they're advi- I mean, most advisors aren't doing this. They're stock yeah. jockeys, you know, and, and, and you know who gets hurt when they do what they do? You do. They don't. They made their commissions. They're okay. But you're left holding the bag, and, and that is not right. Uh, let's talk, and you always have good stories. I, I like to call them the uh, the basket case stories, and you have people that come to you all the time for the complete planning review. Uh, what's the most recent uh, basket yeah. case portfolio? No, that- you know, Todd, I'll tell you, I smile when you say that. Usually when people come in, they're just a little off base. They're not so far left or right. 
but they certainly need a tune-up. Man, do we make a difference and can we help? Once in a while, I get people in that their fees are so high, they're literally buying their advisor a new car every year. And that tip, that, that's those are the basket case. I uh, see w- that, yeah. W- when you I, look- I see that. When you go in and you look at their current uh, advisor's portfolio that they have set up, I mean, those are some of those basket case stories where they think they're paying 1% or 1.5%, and it turns out that, what, sometimes it's three, four times that in fees? I, I, Todd, I got to tell you, I just sat with somebody that they swore they're only paying 1% in fees, and it was with one of the big wirehouse firms. This is where you see this all the time. Three layers of fees, advisor fees, another fee, another fee. And in the end, they're going, holy cow, uh, this is terrible. I do see that a lot. Listen, what I see mostly right now is that people's portfolios are not done properly. Listen, Europe, international, all these things are struggling. Don't invest in them. Invest where the money is to be made. Do things smart with your money so you can make money. And let me tell you what I'm seeing where happiness is found. We talk about the bliss of investing, right? The happiness. When we're able to help people and we build plans for them so that they always have a paycheck. You know, the key with your money is not how much money you have. You know, you're not trying to be King Midas or, or let's say Donald Trump or Paris Hilton. No, pick on them as well. The, the idea is, is we've worked hard for our money. Let's protect it. Let's keep it. And let's use it. And really happiness comes from a steady paycheck. I don't care if it's while you're working, you know, steady paycheck, a good job, not hopping around. But how about as you go into retirement, you know, the one thing, the number one thing everyone's worried about, outliving their money, not having a steady paycheck. Well, again, that's your book. Uh, Your book is Investing for Retirement, The Ultimate Guide to Not Outliving Your Money. I mean, your book title says it all and that's how most important thing there is most important thing and number two is healthcare. how do you manage your healthcare costs you know so so don't lose sight as the market's going up and down or the market's going up don't lose sight that the ultimate goal is that you have worked hard for your money let's put your money to work for you okay let's make sure it's going to be there when you need it that you're going to be able to cover your bills when you retire that you're going to be able to go enjoy yourself. It isn't just about getting by. I don't want you to have to cut your cable because you can't afford it when you retire. Cut your cable because you don't like the cable company, but don't do it because you can't afford it. Right. Right? Let's talk about how to build a portfolio that will get you through challenging times, and you can go out and enjoy yourself and maybe sleep well at night. Maybe you can not get disturbed every time the market's up or down. You can simply enjoy yourself. And I also want to add, and I try to bring this up as much as possible, is that when we talk about retirement, this is not only for uh, a 64-year-old individual, a 58-year-old individual looking to work for another five, seven years. No, this really is for a wide spread of demographics. I mean, people listening in their 30s and 40s Are you on the right path to retirement? It goes beyond maybe just the 401k that you have at work or whatever you're putting away. There is an invaluable experience to getting the right advice when you're younger, in your 30s, in your 40s, to make sure that you are headed in the right direction to get across that finish line. And it's a whole lot better when the strategy, the planning 
starts earlier. So again, listeners in their 30s, their 40s, certainly in their 50s and later, that's why it's important to get a hold of the Harwood folks, uh, get that advice, get that complete planning review. And I, I truly believe that down the road, you're going to be very thankful that you did, especially with the Harwood team and how uh, respected and how this advisory has grown in the Tampa Bay area with uh, with neighbors, with you know, people like you and me. And I have to tell everyone in 60 seconds or less. Is that the rule? No, we've got a good chunk of time here. Oh, we got a couple minutes here. Listen, this is a complicated problem, but I got to tell you, and we've been talking about this show, is the market has changed its structure. It is no longer that overstimulated market that's going through the roof. It's volatile. It's challenging. And we'll probably stay this way for a while. So you got to rethink your strategies. You've got to downtune your risk. And the goal, in my opinion, is to take advantage of any good years in the market, but do it in a way that you're trying to protect yourself from the bad years in the market. Don't just accept risk. Let's manage risk. And I think that's really important. The answer is not going to cash. I'm not saying that there's a crash coming put all your money in cash because then you're going to miss out on any gains. But what I am saying is it's probably time to look at your portfolio, rethink what you're doing. And in the last segment, I made a comment because we were talking about meeting with our clients and how we help them. And I made a statement that happiness is having a steady paycheck, right? Is, is, is being able to know that your money is going to be there when you need it, to know that you'll never run out. You know, my, my mother used to say, I'm afraid I'm going to live too long. Now, she's still here doing great, but she's afraid she's going to live too long. She was never afraid of living a long time. What that means is she was afraid of outliving her money, right? I'm afraid of living too long. This is a number one concern for people. So as you go through this volatile time, the number one thing you want to do is think about protecting some of your money. It, it is not the time to take everything you have and go you know, pedal to the metal in the stock market. It, it was that time before. It's not that time now. What I'm seeing, Todd, unfortunately, is we went the CPR program. We'll have a lot of callers from this show, which is wonderful. I love meeting people. I love sitting with people. And I like talking about finances. I'm a financial geek, I think. But with that being said, what I'm seeing with almost everyone that comes in the door is your portfolios are invested, in my opinion, typically in the wrong places. That you could be doing either much better or have much less risk or overall, uh, there's so much room for improvement. And I'm telling you, I mean, people coming in, they've been with an advisor 15, 20 years. I mean, people that come in that manage their own money, they've been doing it for 20 years themselves, smart people. Uh, room for improvement, there's always room for improvement. Don't close your eyes and think that I'm okay. And then we go through another 2008 and you're sorry. You know, let me equate this to physical exercise. If you have the same routine all the time, if you, if you if you talk to doctors, if you talk to physical therapists, uh, uh, trainers, they'll tell you that you you need to mix up your exercises yeah. as well. You don't want to do the same thing constantly. And I think the same thing goes for finances. That what if you're just in the same trajectory, the same rut, and you're on that same hamster wheel yeah. uh, over a long period of time, 
Well, what, what if what if you're in, in it, on the wrong hamster wheel? Well, even more importantly, what I'm seeing, you know, we adjust portfolios. We stay up with things. We we're one of the few independent firms that actually have the uh, the financial managers internal in house with us. It saves our clients money. It allows us to make good decisions in a timely manner. It's the right way to do things. What I'm seeing is people are investing with your professional advisors in the wrong places. I mean, places that have so much risk. You know, you look at the world, you've got the United States, you've got international, you've got emerging markets, you've got real estate, you've got technology. You have all these places you can invest. Well, some of those are good and some of those are bad. And what most financial advisors do, Todd, is they put a little bit everywhere. That's not healthy. Why would you invest in something you expect to go down? You know, you don't expect them all to go up. So what we can do is sit together, look at your portfolio and say, well, look, this is good here, but maybe you need an improvement there or uh, risk is a big deal with me. I, you know, my, my goal is that you get to your destination as safely as possible. And, and maybe just maybe you're not doing that. And, and what if we sat together for a few minutes and we had a nice meeting and I was able to show you how to maybe find a safer way to accomplish your goals. Is that worth an hour of your time? You know, so, so it is important to come in. It's important to have the right balance in life. And you're right. If you exercise the same muscle over and over, you're not healthy. That doesn't make you healthy. It's the balance that makes you healthy. That's what we can show you how to do. And we can show you how to do it in a challenging market like this, I think much safer than what you're doing. I say I think because I haven't seen your portfolio. We haven't met yet. But, but I, I bet you that we can teach you some things that are simply going to make you do better. And, and that's the most important thing about CPR is the ability to come in and improve because we spent time together. It is a simple process. Uh, a lot of people are, I, I use that hamster wheel, the same exercise regimen, and they haven't made adjustments. And the fact is, is that good investing requires active eyes. And I love the fact, Bob, that you know your team, your analysts, they're in house. You're not you're not relying on others. Of course, you draw from you it, it look at opinions and you look at strategies across the board. But your core team is internal. It's right in the Harwood offices, right here in the Tampa Bay area. And that's important. I mean, that is really essential. You know, they're not satisfying some big Wall Street firm and, and stockholders up in New York City. It, it's right here in Tampa Bay. And I think that makes a huge, huge difference. Or I could even say huge difference. Folks, the number is 800 395 4279. Online, it's winatretirement.com for the Harwood website, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Winning at Retirement podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new podcasts become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Harwood Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.
There is no guarantee that the statements, opinions, or forecasts provided herein will prove to be correct. Securities investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment plan or strategy will be successful.